It's the Process Podcast, episode 254. Zach Watson, how was your weekend, even though it was disgustingly hot? Was there productiveness to be found within the Watson household? There was a lot of productiveness on the Porsche. Oh, yeah. Ooh. That's, uh, that's the only uh, thing that matters as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, that's the only thing that matters as well, I think. Um, What'd you get done this weekend on it? Well, the engine is completely out now. We're taking some stuff off that engine to throw into the other engine we have um, because we're trying to make up like kind of one that's like more complete so it's Mm -hmm. easier to sell. Um, And then we've just been trying to take out as much crap from the engine Mm -hmm. bay as possible um, just so we can clean stuff better. And also like there's not much that's going to be compatible with the LS. Like most of that stuff's going to change. So like it's got to come out, come out either way. So we've just been trying yeah. to slowly take away stuff and then clean it. And I, I power washed the whole engine bay and it's Ooh. looking actually way cleaner and Ooh. started power washing underneath it. Yeah. It looks pretty sweet actually. So overall satisfaction with how the weekend went in terms of Porsche productivity. Good. I'm, I'm happy satisfied. actually as well, other than the carpet piece of carpet, that's still in the car where it's in like the footwell of the driver and passenger seat um, and the sides of the console. That's still in there. That's still beige, but all the other carpets now are all dyed black and they look way better. Wow. Um, Is it like an even dye, I guess? Because like my fear with it, that it would be patchy, kind of like water, like watercolor paint where you don't have like a consistent flow. Well, that was a thing... um, Cause some people are just like, if you go to the really ghetto way, you just spray paint it. The mm. problem is, if you, oh, if you yeah, can imagine, if you spray paint carpet, it gets crispy because it just sticks to the fiber. Ew. You know what I mean? That sounds disgusting. Yeah, but you know, like when you spray paint it, like fabric, and it just gets like crispy and yeah, and then the it paint breaks. just sits on top of the fibers and it breaks off, and yeah. then you get the color so shining through. When we're watching videos, people just use like clothing dye, like dye you'd get, you know, to like do tie dye shirts and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And you use that. And most people would just put in a spray bottle and like spray it on the carpet and then scrub it in. But um, we kind of destroyed a spray bottle trying to do that. So um, mm. my dad had a spray gun. So we put it in that. Mm. So it was like, oh, it like actually, a pressurized spray gun. Yeah. So it was oh, actually sick. like an even coat. Damn. So it looks, it looks pretty legit. Actually, it looks way better. Fuck yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Love that. So that's looking Not good. Bad. Yeah, car is more cleaner and cleaner, and I feel like it gets cleaner each time you touch it. You know, yeah, which is hopefully that's kind of the the goal. That every time I'm working on it, it's getting it's one step further to like more valuable and closer to the mm-hmm. to the build, right? Which and you're cool. not trying to do a whole bunch all at once, too. Either you're like you're doing like one percent. Mm-hmm each time and then over time one percent picks up it adds up especially with the heat i mean it's a lot to try and do to like be out there all day and be like yeah we're gonna get all this done and it's like no because always something comes up and it's a pain right and it takes more time than yeah yeah like trying to get but you haven't 
nut off or something like that. <laughs> the struggle of just trying to get one nut off. Mm-hmm. Fucking terrible. People come home and you're just disrupted. And it's like, fuck, I just want to get one nut off. Terrible. You see where I went with that. Mm-hmm. I uh, have some art supplies updates, which is always very mm-hmm. exciting. Um, it was my grandma's birthday on Friday, and then it was my birthday Saturday. And my grandma was like, Dylan, what do you want for your birthday? I'm like, I have z- zero idea. I have no clue. There's nothing that, like, I've got a paddleboard. I've got a laptop. I've got a car. I've got a weekly banana budget. What? more do i need like i right it was it was hard and we've spoken about birthdays getting trickier the older the the, that you get yeah especially when it was around your birthday and you're like oh i forgot i totally Um, forgot about my birthday yeah i had no idea what to say but i didn't want to give her something like super niche like oh let's do like a chart pack ad marker (laughs) fine point basic gray 102 right because she works on iPhone well enough, and that's the biggest account. That's that's a fantastic accomplishment, and I don't want to overwhelm her by picking out markers. Right. Um. So we went to like uh, put her onto the Staples website, and she was perusing, or I was looking at Pilot Fineliners. You know those Pilot Fineliners? I sure do. And then the Pentel Sign Pens, mm-hmm. big classic. Sean got me onto those in second year. And the China markers, that's a technical term. China marker is a technical term, ladies and gentlemen. You can Google it. And it's, I don't even know how to, like a grease, pencil, marker, crayon thing. Yeah, instead of sharpening, you unwrap it. Yeah, you like pull the string away and it's like coated in this paper wax and it somehow creates more crayon, which is pretty fucking cool. It's cool. I love them. And I have fond memories of using them as a kid. Never touched them through school or high school or anything like that. But I remember watching an art center video, and then one of the girls is doing this giant perspective sketch of a car, and she's got china markers. Like, she's got black china markers on her desk. I'm like, that is cool as fuck. I want to try that. Mm-hmm. And so my grandma completely unloaded on me, like, a pack of 12 fine li- pilot fine liners, a pack of 12 pentel sign pens mm. and two packs of white china markers and two packs of, or and two packs of black china markers wow hell yeah it's like whoa super That's cool exciting. but the what and the white ones i'd like to use if i'm doing a big rendering i can add highlights really nicely but the well, secondary thought was black paper and using some of that to be super expressive or just canson so, paper some other colored yeah true like a darker blue or a darker Ooh. red or oh, darker yeah. green or gray or something that would look that would pop pretty oh. well as well do you know if you can get a canson paper pad that's got multiple colors in it but it's like say a, a, a pack of 50 it's um, a good question it, i for some I reason i have one in my brain but a while ago i i remember like um in like a bunch of art supplies that we had laying around the house i i found like an old pack of like it's not like high quality Canson paper legit, but it's more of like a construction, not construction paper. It was almost like a, it's like thicker, almost like a Bristol board or a cardstock almost. Yeah. And I had like a pack mm-hmm. of like, that I'm just must, must have been used as arts and crafts when I was younger. And it was all a bunch of different reds. 
but the texture of the paper was like kind of like a just felt like paper but it was a bit thicker and i was like i'm gonna save this and use this as canson paper so i know you can get packs of just like that it's just not Mm. a legit like pad with and it might not be the legit canson like texture and stuff but i don't know if i think you can get them with multiple colors i know i remember seeing in like curries and stuff like you know obviously like the black the grays the tan sometimes like just one color it'd be yeah because you bought one of those last october yeah one of the gray ones yeah yeah and i've got some black paper as well and I think you can, I think you can, I don't know. I I would imagine you can buy one with multiple colors. I'm pretty sure. Let me, let me check quickly. Um, Canson Parker. That would also be kind of cool to do like um, some shoe sketches with like white China markers on different colored uh, Canson paper. That would actually be pretty, pretty sweet. That would be hot as fuck. I fuck with that. That would be pretty neat. Now the Wi-Fi is shitting itself. So who knows if we're ever going to figure that out. But I feel for some reason, I remember in second year when we had to do the rendering for Bruce, going to Curry's with Belinda and Nick. Right. I'll keep throw back to Belinda. And uh, for some reason, I feel like we we found pay, uh, a pad of the paper there. I'll look it up now if you... Oh my god, if I can spell. See if uh, it comes up as a multiple. Is, I'm, I'm not even getting anything. I'm not even getting I'm anything. finding like, you know, it's one color. Um, That's still okay. I mean, look at us being pretentious. Like, oh, you cannot find different colored paper to use with <laughs> white china marker um, oh someone just sneezed out there bless you uh, uh i don't know I, I i i think there's some i would say if not though you can find uh just like a pad of like in like an arts and crafts section or something a pad of like different colored like paper that's a little bit more like construction paper or you know what or, or cardstock where it's a bit thicker in different yeah. colors you could always just get like a bunch of that as well right even even bristol board too like you get that at the fucking dollar store and that's not bad paper. they already come like uh like a um, not like a 24 by 36 or a you know like like a like a foam core board size mm-hmm. right like a 20 by 30 24 by 36 something like that yeah type size and that's that's like what i'd like to use those china markers for is those large expressive things because what i love the polychromo stuff but for what they are it's expensive to kill one of those yeah pencil crayons on a large drawing whereas the china markers from what i've experience thus far and testing them out is that you can you can do the varied line weights and you can build up that visual depth that you get with the polychromos that's harder to do with a varathon 
and like harder to do with a blue pen because the the wax or the substrate of whatever this thing is made of is thick it's like a crayon like you can make if you use a crayon you can like a red crayon you can color and get a really dense red same thing with this black so i was trying out the black on some paper at home and uh i'd like to use it for some sketches at work too because i feel the way that i'm interpreting it is the like the fine liner and stuff and you probably understand this too from the guy that you loved the rendering style of in fourth year where it was like fine liners and then kind of a flat fill with marker color i don't remember was it rashid tagarov yeah yeah was yeah, it, yeah was that yeah, the guy yeah, that yeah, did yeah. that fine liner style yeah he'd that only has a certain that has a certain yeah. look to it and he would only do it in fine liner but if he did that in a china marker or a polychromos pencil mm. the look is going to be very different even though it's even if it was the same thing right maybe slightly more expressive even though you're still illustrating the same thing i would say definitely more expressive like because with 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 fine liner if you go really i mean that's only the one downside that kind of drives me nuts with fine liner is like if you're trying to be a little more careful or really have some really fine line work and then some really heavy stuff a pen is really great because you can go really fine especially with like a, a decent you know, um, rollerball pen where yeah, it's still consistent, but it's a super light and then you can go dark mm-hmm. over top if you want. But with a fine liner, if you go really light, it just kind of gets like dotted or like scratchy yeah, and it doesn't come out yeah. consistent. But like, because it's like a, a certain size kind of hard felt tip, it's more of a consistent mm-hmm. like line uh, thickness, right? And so it works if you're being more confident like the Rashid uh, Tagarov, where it's like it's kind of like that perfect messy but really cool kind of mm-hmm. look to it, and you can be confident with the line work and it looks good. But what I think what's even more expressive with like a China marker or like a brush pen or something is that the yeah. the tip itself isn't consistent. Mm-hmm. The name of the brush pen, well, like the brush pen is like the same. The tip doesn't change, but you can flex it like a paintbrush. Mm-hmm. And now you can get like, depending on your movement or the way you're holding the brush, you can get very different um, results, right? And then even more like mm-hmm. a China marker, which is like a crayon kind of situation where it's not even like necessarily a, a, a like a super bold line. Like it's a bit transparent mm-hmm. because it's like like a crayon where it's not, unless you go really deep, really hard with it yeah. or like you go over it lots of times that didn't come over or if you go good one if you good go one. over line work a lot <laughs> right you get it's it's more back. solid i would say yeah. otherwise it's like you see some of the paper through it so if you have some and of that, that gives show, like it, texture that gives yeah texture, i think that right? can give like a i mean adds to the expression i guess yeah because that's just gotta go i really love deep the and hard with it. yeah i just gotta go real deep and hard and I absolutely the love the Pentel, the Pentel stuff and the Pilot Fine Liners. The Pilot Fine Liners, I had one of those when I was about knee high to a grasshopper at the age of eight. Mm. And my grandpa small. bought one for me from very small, from Staples uh, near their house in Midtown. And because I 
wanted to draw in a notebook or something. And I, that was at the age where I didn't fully understand the concept of people like working a job to make money, to buy stuff. I thought money just always existed. And so I was very persistent. And that was also at the time where I was obsessed with staples, the store and wanting to go and just, I would just, I would go there. I'd ask my parents to take me there and just look at notebooks. I would just stand in the notebook mm. aisle and like flip through empty notebooks and feel them mm. and then look at these pens and stuff. Weird kid. Very weird I, kid. I respect that though. Not, I understand. Not going to hide. Not going to hide from that at all. But, and then we bought that Pilot Fineliner and I used it for some drawings and I still have that same Fineliner. It went with me all throughout school. It was used a little bit in school and I still have it. And it's over 10 years old. It's probably 15 years old. Wow. It doesn't work anymore, but I still keep it for like nostalgia. Mm -hmm. um, and I love those tools, but for me, one reason why I like using ballpoint pen to sketch is because I get more of that texture out of things. And then I'll use a fine liner to bold and outlines or, uh, clean things up and uh, finish off the illustration or the sketch or the rendering or whatever it is. Um, like when I did that big Australian playground thing that yeah. started out, went from non-photo blue to ballpoint pen. And then from there, chart pack marker and chart pack finished it off. But I built everything up with the pen, even though the black line still looks the same for some reason it's different it looks the same but it's different it's different i don't know why yeah it's kind of interesting how different mediums give you different vibes completely different vibes i, I would be interested like sebs well yeah especially and then it goes into the styles too right and how different people use yeah. different mediums mm -hmm. you know i mean i I'd like to try like a China marker or something do some car sketches. I, when I would do like a polychromous one, I'd like it, but I never liked it as much as a pen or fineliner, mm -hmm. which is my personal preference. I think like, I like the more solid line. I like, mm -hmm. like again, that, that guy where it's a solid, really confident kind of messy but like the lines yeah, are done yeah. are drawn with conviction you know it's like you are confident in those yeah. lines um mm -hmm. and that's like it's kind of like a saying one style um but just a little more yeah. messier than his um yeah i would agree because he's got a bit of both going on a bit of the very clean line but also a bit of the rough saying one more textural yeah he'll be like more textural aesthetic. yeah he'll like sometimes where if there's a lot of lines a lot of yeah, a lot of lines meeting, they'll look kind of overlap, and he just leaves them like that. So you kind of get mm -hmm. a bit of a messy here and there. But then, like, some of the character lines or whatever he'll do are just, like, one line. And it's perfect, and he's confident in it, and it's super clean that yeah. way. Um, and I kind of like how you get that effect with a fine liner or a pen. Yeah, it's Where you can be really bold. That's it's kind of like a Bruce would sketch. I mean, he was doing it as well because he, when he was doing a demo, it was always fast. But it was never like super light. You would just like really go like, oh, you know, go hard with the pen. And you know what? Bruce but you know what I mean, though, right? Like it wasn't a yeah. light 
pen line. It was solid from the start. He wasn't trying mm-hmm. to be gentle with it. And it kind of gave a bit of a messy look, but it was like accurate. And it kind of still gave you yeah. a, a certain look to it that you're like, huh, it's messy, but like it looks good. And it kind of was like that proof of like, see, it doesn't have to be like aesthetically beautiful or something to be yeah. good. It doesn't have right. to be hyper pristine and super yeah. clinical and technical in its, in its approach. And for me, that's part of the reason why I want to combine the the like the pen china marker pen and china marker for me operate on a similar plane of roughness in terms of the visual quality that i can get out of them and then the fine like the pentel and the pilot fine liners operate more on a clinical technician side of things and i think i have the ability to do both if i need to do a hyper realistic proper perspective Blah. proper perspective sketch i can takes me a lot longer obviously but a lot longer those are kind of boring anyways <laughs> yeah those are kind of boring but to mix the two that'd right? be cool bring the two of them together um that's the goal that's kind of so. like i don't know maybe i'd say like saying one six styles kind of like that because the line work can be messy and pretty clean at the same time. And then the marker rendering is kind of like messy because it's quick rendering, but it's also very clean because mm-hmm. it's simple. And it's like, so his line work and his rendering are always like a constant kind of battle, a constant back and forth between quick and messy and, you know, beautiful and accurate and then that very going true. back and forth kind of well, creates very, very well put very yeah well put. and like going back and forth between the two gives this like high level of communication hmm. because you know yeah some of it's messy yeah. some of it's quick but you can still understand it like some of his rendering is like oh yeah let's put like a some red here and then part of i'll go over the red with like a a darker red here and you've got like two shades of red and white and it's super quick and super simple and he leaves a lot of white sometimes but you look at and you're like you don't question the shape or the you know the form of the car or if it's a reflection or what it is it just looks right you know Mm -hmm. but it's very quick and messy i think here's the the next question off of that do you think it looks right because we know that he has the ability to do this very, very well with a high degree of effectiveness and a high degree of technical skill. Is that why we think it looks good and proper? Or do we think it looks proper because that's how it sh- just should be portrayed and depicted? You know, I want uh, not to say that he's both. not talented, but I think that maybe there's a bit of, a bit of um, maybe preconceived bias is the right way to do it there's definitely bias because like or it's like oh he did something oh it's amazing because he's saying long say yeah i mean i definitely have a bit of that bias because i really like his style um i think he's absolutely amazing but like naturally everyone's gonna have their own style of rendering right like some people Mm -hmm. will much rather like the og 80s 90s 
you know, what Ken would show where it's literally like an illustration. It's like a painting, you know? Yeah. Um, where you could show that to anyone and they would look at it and be like, wow, that looks like it's from a book or something or a photo, right? Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah, that looks cool, but there's a part of me that loves how you could watch someone draw and render a car in like 10 minutes and go from a blank page to like this 3D looking object that communicates an idea in that quick that small amount of time that kind of adds to the whole effect of that of the piece you know that yeah. adds to the level of communication mm-hmm. cuz it's done quickly and yet effective um it's but impressive you know so, so i think yeah there's bias but i think as well if you look at it, his work objectively you can see like it's it's pretty simple communication you can mm-hmm. look at it and you're not really mm-hmm. questioning too much. Um, like whenever you do his product sketches and it was like, you know, like a, a cologne bottle or something or some sort of glass spray bottle and you're like, you look at it and there's no mistake that's like, okay, yeah, that's glass. And there's some sort of colored liquid in it. Yeah. And there's a little yeah. spray, you know, thing on top. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I think he understands enough of the basics. He understands all of the basics. But he understands them to a point where he can do his own thing with something that is proven to work in a specific way. He can take that specific way, make it his way, and it still looks fine. Last thing, you, you, we have to you have to know how to like render something that looks like an illustration or very realistic in order to mm-hmm. render something in a more abstract and quick way. Very which true. seems opposite, but it, that's true. how it is, right? You like trying to like us trying to like quick render before we knew how to like before we rendered the screwdrivers, yeah. right? Before we did that, it's like oh, quick render or something, and you like it's gonna look shit, hmm. you know? Mine still looks shit. Yeah, I haven't understood quick be, render. <laughs> Sean, on the other hand, it's <sighs> spicy. It's definitely, definitely really tricky, but you can't like skip that step. You have to learn how to make it look like an illustration or the more traditional mm-hmm. way. And then you can go and like, well, really stretch out. Like how, how far can I take it in an abstract sense, but still make it as understandable as like how it should look mm-hmm. in the real world yeah. kind of thing. So I don't know. I think like there is a part of like, well, it kind of just looks how it should. Mm. It looks how because it I think if, if you, if you, if you looked at the sketch and you're questioned a lot and you're like, I don't know like what it is or what's going on. Or like, you, you don't know, you know, like, I don't know why, but something feels off. Then mm-hmm. maybe it isn't, you know, mm. it's good because it's, it's just how it should be done. But if, if something is good, then you don't question it. You don't even think about it. Right. That's like the That's whole point true. of good design. Right. So if you look at a sketch and it's like, well, and I think that goes back to why I love quick renders, especially with cars so much. Because you're like, well, yeah, you could have like someone who's classically trained and spends like three days on this painting illustration of a car and anyone could walk up and understand it and look at it and see how beautiful it is and understand the form and the design, whatever. Like a pinstripe, Chris. Yeah, something like that, right? Type type approach. But then if you, but if you had someone like saying, who could like sit you down 
And within a conversation, within less than 20 minutes, sketch and render something quickly that didn't look the same as like a pinstripe Chris thing, but could communicate the same design. But in that Mm -hmm. small amount of time, to me, that's what's so cool about it. Mm. Right. And it's like, well, if I, if I don't question the quick render and it looks good to me and I understand it, then it's doing its job and it's good design. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, I'll take that because that took like hours and hours less. Yeah. Right. But it's doing what, what, what it should do. It looks good because it just is how it should be kind of thing, right? Even though it's quick. I don't know if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to... It's hard for me to like... Because that's a good question, right? Because it's hard to say like, is something... Should there be a definitive style that defines this is how it should be? Because that's just how it should look. Mm-hmm. Or... Maybe that standard is like photorealism. Right? It looks is, like the thing that it is. I guess so, right? But then it's like, well, there's the bias. Like people might disagree or might, like I was saying, well, if you can communicate the same thing, but quickly, why wouldn't you? Isn't that part of design is the efficiency? You're not supposed, you're not, hopefully you don't want to spend more time than you need to, to communicate the idea. Because time is money. And to me, if you can communicate it just as well in that less time and make it look cool, then like I just think that adds another level of cool <laughs> to the work. Yeah, right? it's just you're just you're slapping on the positives as you go, right? Like if you had like which is a good thing. It was kind of like when um, Catherine was teaching us Chrome, and we do like the yeah. Vegas Chrome first, you know, the desert Chrome, Vegas Chrome, yeah, where it's like chrome. I like calling it Vegas Chrome. I don't know. I sense. like it. Vegas is um, very sandy and very blue. Sky. Very deserty. Um, yeah, where it's like the blue and we were doing like the pastels with the marker and the pencil crayon and all this crap. And it was like a very long I process. Fuck with pastels. But it looks so cool. I don't. <laughs> it looks <laughs> cool, right? The, the fact it looks cool, it looks kind of retro, but it looks really neat. You know, when she'd yeah. show us like the old school like robots, like chrome robots and stuff. Mm. And it was like all that style, all browns and blues. And- Did she render like a robot? in chrome for us or she or had part an of it or one that she was doing well, yeah something like that because that's in my brain now and it that was, just popped back in that's a memory i've forgotten about for yeah. four years and it was super cool right and like you look at it when she would do it not when i would do it but when she would do it and you're like oh that's chrome <laughs> and your brain there's no yeah, part you of your brain it. that goes like what is that glass is that mm. plastic no your brain doesn't question it right because it's communicating mm. as it should it's good design. It's good piece of work, right? Because you don't have to question yeah. it. You know exactly what it is. But then when she showed us, like, I think it was like the uh, the screwdriver or something, where it's just black lines. Yeah. And that worked the exact same way. You look at it and you're like, that's chrome. Your brain doesn't, mm-hmm. just like the Vegas chrome, your brain doesn't question it. You know exactly what it is. But that takes a lot less time than the Vegas mm-hmm. Chrome. Yeah, there's different situations where one might be better than the other. More suitable. M- more suitable, right? Yeah. For an aesthetic choice or something. Um, But like, to me, I like the, just the black lines more because it takes way mm-hmm. less time, but it gives you the same result. I, aesthetically, I know yeah. they look a bit different, but the same result in that like, it, it, it communicates as Chrome. 
Yeah. Right? Because chrome is like chrome isn't even a color. You can't you can't buy a chrome color. Chrome is a it's is a reflection. reflection. Yeah. It's a reflecting light and shadow. It's a highly polished mm-hmm. surface. Mm-hmm. A highly polished polished metal. That's why chrome is, right? And it's just the reflections that makes it look like chrome. Damn. Right. I feel like Catherine would love this. She'd be like if she li- if she, if she ever listens to this driving in her car on the way to school she'd be saying all this stuff at like in conjunction with us as we go along she's like you guys are so right desert chrome is the best no i like i knew the, i taught I like you well how to lines, man. render marker it's quicker but it does the same Fair thing enough. and it's like it does i don't know and like it's the important thing that's like when i see people on instagram that do like the photo realistic or hyper realistic car renders and they're not like, it always bothers me because the comments are always like, wow, are you a car designer? You should do car designs. No, he hasn't designed jack shit. He just copied a photo. Not saying it yeah. doesn't take any skill. It takes skill. If anything, I think it takes more patience than skill because yeah, it does. if you know the, the trick, like Bruce would always tell us, and you set it up like a color by number, mm-hmm. if like you set up a color, like had the picture and you set it up like a color by number for someone you can make you could teach most people how to how to render those cars like yeah, that right you could you get them pretty close but you need the patience to do it. you need the you patience, need the patience to, do it. to do it and you need a bit of an eye to like kind of copy an image right but not that it's not impressive they look great yes but if i could sit down and sketch a car and render it quick render it yeah aesthetically they look very different and i'm biased because i think the mm-hmm. quick render is gonna look cooler but if it can communicate the same car and the same color, same type of paint, mm. then it's like, well, oh, you're all right. You spent three days on that. Well, this is my party trick. I just did this in a conversation to show off in 15 minutes. To me, that yeah. is like superior. Mic, <laughs> mic drop. Walk off it the is, stage. Right. It's kind of like, again, like when Bruce would do a demo, like we've spent all fucking night doing a render that we think is okay. And then he rips it apart. And then he's like, Matt, all right. Perfect. Example. Yeah. He's like, Matt, give me your markers and he like draws a car and then like renders it and then you know it always looked kind of met and then he all of a sudden he would do one line one past the marker and you're like it just kind of fills it in and you're like oh my god that like describes the whole car like oh my god well he just did that in like a fraction of the time that you did right but communicates not only communicates the same but communicates it better but in less time less delicacy blah blah less you know traditional beautifulness or whatever but does the job yeah and to like me knowing that's what to cool. put your effort into exactly you know? right and that's like that to me that's kind of like that's the cooler part yeah i don't know i agree i agree and uh if but if but if you want some fancy cool colored chrome sketch rendered doodads done <laughs> chrome efficiently quickly send us an email to high is that kind of just saying is that kind of just like saying quickly quickly or efficiently efficiently i think you can do something efficiently but not necessarily have it be separate than quick because doing something efficient could be doing something that typically takes four years in three years it's also done quickly but quickly i think we we think about quick as more instantaneous yes but then 
couldn't you say, well, if you're doing something, it usually would take four years. Now you're doing it three. You're doing it quicker. You are. Right. Something that's, it's something that's more thing. efficient is going to be quicker. Right. Anyway, anyways, I don't know. I just, I, I don't want to. It's like damp wetness or wet wetness. Yeah. They're both there. They both work. But uh, yeah. Hi at bigdesigncompany.com is the email address and dubba 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 dot bigdesigncompany.com is the website and process podcast questions can be sent to hi dot the process podcast at gmail.com <gasps> zach watson yes, sir. what is our instagram process underscore underscore podcast oh baby mama hmm. ladies and gentlemen thank you thank you very 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 much for listening we'll see you tomorrow peace the process. Uh-huh.